0: Good morning, everyone. This is Rob McDougall, Zeng Financial, with your weekly economic update. Today is Monday, January sixteenth, 2023. So last week, we had three economic releases, and they were very good for the equity and for the fixed income markets. We had CPI, Core CPI, and the University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index releases. So on Thursday, the CPI came in at negative 0.1 month over month better than expectations of flat, good for inflation. On a year-over-year basis, now CPI has moved down from 9.1% on a trailing 12-month basis back in June, down to 6.5%. In terms of core CPI month-over-month, that came in as expected. It was a positive 0.3% month-over-month, exactly at consensus. Again, on a 12-month basis, trailing 12-month Uh, It's 5.7%. That's down from 6.6% in September. So inflation, as we've discussed many, many times over the last almost year, we do expect an aggressive step down in inflation, and it certainly is happening at this point. Friday last week, we had the January University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index. That came in much better than expected. The expectation was 60.5, the prior month, December It's 59.7. So expectation of 60.5, but the index came in at a very positive 64.6 level. That's the best we've seen since April of 2022. So question becomes, are we going to see a soft landing here in the U.S.? Uh, What we can say is the U.S. economy certainly started the fourth quarter off very strong. Um, The aggressive impact or the aggressive rise that we've seen in the Fed funds rate, we haven't seen that impact flow through to the economy at this point. You would expect to see that in early 2023. In terms of the fourth quarter, uh, 2022, and expectations for GDP growth, the Atlanta Federal Reserve increased their expectation for GDP growth. It was at 3.8%. They moved that up to 4.1%. Economist expectation is 2.7%. So either way, uh, it's very likely that fourth quarter GDP comes in at a very strong level. Remember, third quarter was over 3%. So it'd be two very strong quarters in a row after two poor quarters, Q1 and Q2 of 2022. So inflation expectations continue to come down. The 10-year break-even, that's 10-year Treasuries minus the 10-year tips, came in at 2.18% on Friday, so that was down another four basis points from the week before. So this is at some of the lowest levels we've seen since the COVID scare started in 2020. Now, the expectations for Federal Reserve and the rate hike that is unquestionably coming up soon, uh, February 1st, will be the announcement. The probability of a 75 basis point increase has dropped dramatically. seems each passing week it goes lower. As of the end of the day Friday, the expectations built into the Fed Fund's future market is less than a 6% probability of the Fed increasing 75 basis points. Therefore, a 94% probability built into the Fed Fund's future pricing currently that there will be a 50 basis point increase by the Fed. In terms of what we expect for the full year, I should say what the market expects for the full year, again, the probability of... um, tighter Fed uh, or more rate hikes uh, has been decreasing. Now the expectation now through the end of this year, so 12 2023 there's a 49% probability of no net change in the Fed funds future from the current target rate, which is 425 basis points to 450, despite the fact, almost a certainty that we'll get another 50 basis points on February 1st. So the expectation built in is almost a well, it's 49% that there will actually be no net change from right now. So if we increase 50 basis points, you would expect the, the Fed Fund's future pricing in that we will have that reversed by the end of the year. Uh, also, the same metric, there's an 80% probability of a net 25 basis point increase from now. So again, 50 basis point hike coming up February 1st. And expectations in the Fed Fund's future market, either all or half of that will be decreased by the end of the year. So if the Fed pauses, what will be the response for the U.S. equity markets? Well, of course, uh, everything or much of it will depend on whether or not we do hit that soft economic landing. One of the key measurements in it will be corporate earnings. And we always refer to the S&P 500 earnings as a proxy. So for the fourth quarter of last year, which uh, companies are reporting as we speak now, um, the expectation is cumulatively S&P 500 earnings for fourth quarter 2022 to be down 3.9% from the prior year. So if that happens, full year 2022 S&P 500 earnings will have risen 4.8% for the year And the expectation currently, the consensus expectation, is an increase of 4.6% in 2023. The way that lays out is expectation again a negative 3.9% fourth quarter 2022, negative 0.6% in Q1 2023, negative 0.7% in Q2 2023, and then rising in Q3 and Q4, ending up with a positive 4.6%. We think that may be overstated uh, expectations for that. Um, We'll see. Uh, It's good that the expectations are as low as they are for the fourth quarter. The few companies that have reported so far, we've only had uh, roughly 20 S&P 500 companies that have reported. uh, 80% of them have beaten earnings, so we'll see. So that's the numbers from last week uh, in terms of economic data. The market returns last week, very strong, both uh, equity and fixed income, and international did well as well. So U.S. equity last week, uh, S&P 500 was up 2.7%. The real driver was the beaten up NASDAQ stocks. Those stocks had a horrible year in 2022, so not surprising They, they are rebounding. So NASDAQ last week was up 4.8%. The S&P 500 was up 2.7%. So growth outperformed value last week. Uh, Growth was up 5.8%, value up 1%. On a year-to-date basis so far, growth is up 5.8%, value up 4.2%, so both very strong. I'd say the number that really pops out to me on a year-to-date basis is small outperforming large. Year-to-date basis, small cap up 7.2 percent, large cap up 4 percent. So again, that portion uh, small cap over large, good for Zeng Financial client portfolios. I mentioned uh, international markets have uh, are strong both last week and a year-to-date basis, actually outperformed the U.S. market. That has been the case for the last three months. Uh, for the prior 14 years, though, the U.S. had outperformed. We'll see if this sticks. But currently, we're seeing a nice rebound in the international markets. So last week, international was up 4.1%. Again, S&P up 2.7%. And on a year-to-date basis, uh, the MSCI World XUS us index up 6.9%, whereas the S&P is up 4.2%. So international rebounding strongly so far in 2023. Fixed income also up last week. So the two-year yield uh, was down five basis points. Ten-year yield down six basis points. Uh, So the U.S. aggregate bond index last week up about 0.9 percent, and on a year-to-date basis through Friday, that uh, U.S. aggregate bond index is up 2.7 percent. So upcoming economic data for this week. Uh, This is a very, uh, very busy calendar. Throw it into three buckets in two uh, metrics coming up for inflation, two in terms of consumer spend, and then three housing uh, data points will be occurring or be presented this week. Starting on Wednesday, we'll see the December uh, producer price index. Uh, Again, inflation is definitely rolling over. So the expectation for December PPI is a negative 0.1%. And same day, the PPI core will come out. The expectation slightly increase a 0.1% increase month over month uh, versus a increase in november of plus 0.4%. So if those do occur that would be would be good news for inflation. On Wednesday, December uh, retail sales that's expected to be down 0.8% negative -0.8%. It was negative -0.6% in november. After a very strong October, which was up 1.3%. So, again, in terms of soft landing, if we see indeed it does come in uh, retail sales at a negative 0.8%, that would suggest we are seeing some deceleration in the economy as the fourth quarter um, rolled on. So, also on Wednesday, December, retail sales, X Auto, that is expected to be a negative uh, 0.5%. It was negative 0.2% in November. So on Thursday we're going to see uh, December housing starts. Uh, housing starts are expected to come in at about 1.36 million consensus. They were 1.43 percent of 1. 1.4 million in November. So that chart has been negative. Housing starts continue to decelerate. So the impact of of the Fed fund increases and rising mortgage rates definitely having an impact. Um, Building permits on Thursday, though, this one's interesting in that uh, if you look at the chart, take a look at the chart, it's been coming down aggressively. Expectation for December is actually it is going to be up over November. So November was 1.35 million, rounded down. December is expected to be 1.37 million. So that will be interesting to watch to see if we're going to see an inflection point on housing after a very tough 2022. Last housing piece of data on Friday is existing home sales. Uh, that's expected to be down slightly month over month. Uh, we were at $4.1 million in November, expected to come in just under $4 million for December. So that's it in terms of the economic data, what we saw last week, what we're expecting this week, and the returns from last week. Thank you very much for attending. Hope to see you again next week. Thank you.